first you come into my home with no coke, and now you insult my throw pillows. <laughs> that sounded wild, by the way. <laughs> first you you, you showed no up at this coke. recording with no cocaine, so we're going to have the first <laughs> podcast in 200-something episodes without any cocaine. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. podcast where we answer the questions that you were too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is catching up Europe my edition. It's times like this that I am sad that I was born. <laughs> <laughs> when you have to learn about what is my new personality. Exactly. No, it's times like this that that I I in good conscience can't deny a catching yeah. up episode uh-huh. because I'm like I know that if we were to do a regular episode, you would have so much housekeeping about things that yeah. were just catching up yeah. that um, we would just get there anyways. Yeah. So. And truly catching up is the best kind of episode. For who? <laughs> <laughs> Not for me, the one who has it as a lived experience, but. Oh, well, this is going to be really fun and wonderful because I get to talk about what everyone's favorite topic is, listening to their friend talk about a vacation they went on. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the so worst part is exhausting. I've already heard some of this. So I to, you get, can you, you tell get me new parts at least? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll try and tell you new parts. Um, do you want to plug us? Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> wherever you're listening, make sure to follow, subscribe, um also go to our social media at i can explain podcast both on tiktok and on instagram follow over there click the link in our bio get our merch become a patron thank you to our patrons something very exciting that's coming for you is the fun fact that before i went to europe sean and i were organized little girls and we we planned we we planned and we slayed we did we planned to slay and then we did. And then we got slayed. Yeah. By we did. the lack of technology abilities. Yeah, there was definitely maybe because it's like spooky season, mm. I think there was maybe like a spirit in my apartment or something. God decided but that this didn't need to be able to I'll let me paint the story okay. for the people who don't know what happened. Okay. We were smart girls. We yes. sat our asses down before Bree left to Europe. We recorded episodes, two episodes, high quality, Gorgeous. great content, yeah. laughs, abundant laughs. Mm-hmm. And they were great episodes too, they which actually makes me were really good. sad. Yeah. Then Brianne gets on a plane. Mm-hmm. I'm crying. Sobbing from, at the airport. You're at waving the airport, goodbye. Sobbing. It yeah, was a whole was thing. Whole, yeah. um, I was awkward. like running on the tarmac. Yeah. They were like holding me back. I was like, shoot him down. <laughs> 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 yeah um so then all that is happening i you know the f- the first monday rolls around <laughs> and it's the night before and i say you know what a perfect night it is <sighs> i need to edit the mm-hmm. beautiful good quality podcast episodes that we did another so could- fantastic chance to listen to your best friend's voice he's Ex- away in europe exactly yeah. i said i really miss her it's been a week mm-hmm. i can't wait to listen yeah some of the most appalling <laughs> shit happening it wasn't even like an audio issue it was, it like, was an like alien yeah like we would be talking normally and then it sounded like an alien sound effect would yeah. just take over specifically your voice <laughs> I thought about like just uploading the episode <laughs> and where it got alieny, just doing like a voiceover of what you said. Oh my god, it's just your voice trying to sound like me, like yeah. sort of painful so voiceover. I, but the first episode mm. was not in the right order, and we had had some weird like visual cues yeah. when we were recording it. So I was like, "Oh, well, the other one should be totally fine." Same thing on the other one. So well, it was funny because when I was in, I don't know if you heard, but I was in Europe. Oh, I didn't. When yeah, was, I was that? In Europe, and I was. Oh, where'd you, you go? You know, I was in Greece at the time, actually, and oh. I was, you know, probably sitting on a beach, like having a cocktail, like you know, basking in the glory that is vacation. Uh-huh. And um, all of a sudden, I heard this like annoying little sound, yeah. and I looked down on my phone, and it was a, a 
audio clip from you. It was your voice coming through my phone. It was your voice, actually. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I was a little triggered. I, like, you know, g- give me a little chill up my spine. I have to listen to it every week. <laughs> but then when I took the time to listen to it, you said, I don't think this is salvageable. And I listened to it. And I thought you were being a bit dramatic because you do have a flavor for the dramatics. Okay. And also, I will, you know, I'll put down myself here too. I make bad content. Yeah. So like, I'm not necessarily like the perfectionist of high quality. You don't say. Yeah. So (laughs) I was like, it's probably fine. It probably just doesn't sound perfect. Yeah. And then I listened to it. Holy (laughs) fuck. This is some of the wildest shit I've ever heard. I know. Yeah. But all that to say, and you know, hold on, you know that I was work. I was like, fuck, you're, you're telling, you're telling me that we wasted two hours of our time. Oh yeah. I was trying my best. I was hacking the mainframe. I was putting every goddamn feature garage band. You were that blonde girl on criminal minds. (laughs) Truly. Truly. Yeah. I was like, you know, searching things, seeing all the power that I could harvest from, Garage band. One of my favorite things about just like evening, like mainstream television TV was that woman's dynamic with the black man on the show. That she wanted to fuck. She just always wanted to fuck him. Yeah. Like he'd be like, hi, we just found like three bodies and like they, you know, they blew up this person's like car and also there's one finger left in their mailbox. And she'd be like, she'd be like, did you say blow? <laughs> Did you say finger? <laughs> Literally. She was just so committed to always trying to fuck. Yeah, she was horny. But then two up. seconds later, she'd be like, it's James Smith. He lives two doors down. Literally. And I was Grrr. like, wow, she did the job. I find that so unrealistic, too, because I feel like he would have hit. I He must have been hitting, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. I, they must have. They must have. I think I think maybe they just had an ongoing And I get her soiree. side of it because Shamar Moore is hot as fuck. Hot. Yeah. But she's hot. hot too in like a little nasty kind of freak way. You know what? I know someone <laughs> who dated him. Really? Yeah. It's like, and not someone close, but I'm doing the thing, you know, when, when you don't actually really know someone who dated him, but like, I know of someone who knows of someone who dated him and I'm claiming it because he's so hot that I want to be like even adjacent to him in some oh, way. Oh, I actually don't do that because I don't embellish my stories. But. Oh, well, I can't relate. <laughs> no, I actually, I'm going to tell you afterwards. You're, you're going to be kind of gag. Okay. Um, but I don't think I can expose it on the pod. All this to say... <laughs> Seven minutes, Seven minutes for in. us to I say think that today, there's episode. as a story, this should be a little bit of a longer episode. Let's try and do that. We'll oh, see. Sean just looked at me with sadness in his eyes. It was he more like a hunger. <laughs> you can. I'll just keep talking, and you can go make your tofu. <laughs> All of this to say that the patrons, the lucky, lucky patrons, yep. are going to get these lost episodes because. I film all this on my camera. So while the audio will not be good enough from the camera audio for a podcast, it will be good enough for like a YouTube video. Yes. So for people who just have ears, it's not good enough. No. For people who have eyes and ears, it's enough. It's it'll do. Well, because like if I was just filming a YouTube video on this camera, it's good enough. So basically, if Mo- you're a patron, you're the best. We love you forever. For you. Yeah, exactly. I don't have the, you could the highest film a fucking standards. vlog on a Nintendo DS. And <laughs> you would be like, <laughs> good enough. Throw it out there. Um, So you're going to get the non-alien audio of these lost episodes. Those are going up this week. So you're going to have two additional episodes. And thank you for sticking with us. I do want to say that as well. Because, you know, I think it's like relationships. Mm -hmm. You, if you are in a relationship for a long enough time, okay, you are going to have ebbs and flows of when you're really thriving. Yeah. And when you're like, you know, you're a little rocky. You're still in love, but you're like figuring shit out. I feel like lately with this podcast for our poor listeners, we are in the rocky space. Yes, I agree. But, but I would like to remind everybody that we have been doing this for like five fucking years and please look at the consistency of the long term graph of how consistent we've done. Because we consistently have long breaks with no content. (laughs) So I think that's really important to I look think back at. It says something about us, yeah. truly. No, but I do. I we we've got off our rhythm a bit. We've had a lot going on. You know, Sean changed jobs. I was doing this whole film thing, which, by the way, quick plug. Um, 
the world premiere of it, if there's any tickets left at the time that this gets posted, is Tuesday, October 17th. It's linked in my bio. Also, I'm releasing very soon um, screening dates in LA and Seattle. So if you get on my text list linked to my bio, you will be the first to hear about those. I'm almost sure they will sell out almost immediately because they're smaller venues. Because of shit like that. Yeah. You know, it's... We've had a lot going on. It's hard. Yeah, and I think, you know, you said it. Relationships are, you know, a a give and a take. Mm. We give bad content and we take our patrons' money. We do. Which is is bad. But Mm. I hope they know that behind the scenes, we were trying to give. We were trying to give. We were trying to give. And we are going to give. Yeah. We're going to, as a thank you, upload a picture of Sean's dick. Absolutely. On Patreon. Yeah. It's going to be there tonight. Between Bree's tits. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That's just a small token. That's just a, of g- our, a little give. Of <laughs> when you're gone for a month, yeah. you got to do it. We will give that and we will take the 30 to 40 restraining <laughs> orders that come with <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. For the unsolicited Absolutely. dick between tits pick. Yeah. I would say at the very least, we should put post our feet on there. The very yeah, least. I can do that. Yeah, I'll toss a foot up. Yeah, that's um, okay. Before we hear all about Europe... Um, I have more to say about other things, too. I have a bone to pick oh, with... Great. It's more just like civilization in general, but I do think that I'm going to qu- call upon queer people okay. right now. We need, as queer people, because we're known for being a resilient, strong mm. community, yeah. we need to be strong against AI trends. Oh. As queer people, we need to be better mm-hmm. than straight people, and we need to say no to what we looked like as graduation photos from the 90s. Okay, I could not agree more, and I'm going to be honest. I have some mutuals. I also have some mutuals. And there's going to be people listening right now swiping through their grad photos. (laughs) Shocked and appalled that I would say this about them. Here's the thing. To those people, what I want to say is, when you graduated, you were ugly. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's really important to remember. I knew you in real life. Both you and I were ugly. Yeah. So... I, and I understand not cool. and not cool. So I understand it's fun to imagine, but like you're 35. <laughs> like, yeah. Like relax, like put the overalls and the perm away. Yeah. You know, like that's not fucking you. You know why? I'm ashamed to admit this. I, I'm sure of this because I didn't do the one that went most viral. Okay. But I did the in TikTok filter that popped up that it just like changed your face to one of them. Oh, that girl was not me. No. That who is girl, that girl? Who is, who is she? Who is that girl? <laughs> it's definitely not me. No. So I just think that people need to remember that they are ugly. And not cool. And not cool. And stop trying. And you know what? It is just like, imagine how much better we would be as a society mm-hmm. if we saw those trends going around yeah. and we were like, oh, gay people don't do that. That would be so That'd be so Because you know what it's becoming? It's becoming moms on Facebook using like a filter. Changing their profile picture. Changing their profile picture every time. I have mutuals that are in their 40s that were posting these things. Mm. You know what it's also? It's also giving when you would used to post like BuzzFeed quiz yes. results. What kind of bread are you? No one cares. No, but no your whole week. No one fucking cares. <laughs> The answer is you're all whole wheat if you're posting this. I just don't, I just, yeah. And you know what the thing is, is everyone, here's my thing. I don't like how people lie about the reasoning that they do these trends. Okay. Because undoubtedly this makes everyone look attractive. Right. And younger. Yes. And attractive and like a hot and young you're old, person. ugly and not cool. <laughs> so just admit that you're doing it because you want to feel cool and hot and young. Yeah. Because you're not. Just admit it. Just facetune one of your regular pictures like an adult. Like a normal <laughs> fucking person. I don't understand. Everyone's like, hee hee, woo. I guess if, if everyone else is doing it. And then they post 20 slides 
of all the different variations delivered it's, to them. It's awful. Or like my favorite, someone said, oh my gosh, like so fun to see what I what I would have looked like in different styles. No, you just want people to be like, oh my God, you would have been look so, so pretty. You're so you hot. <laughs> you would have been so pretty if you were hot, young, and cool. <laughs> but you you weren't. You weren't, but it's nice to imagine yeah. if you had been. And also, the thing is like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's mm. AI, like whatever. Yeah. We're only getting like 20 styles. Like, it's not like each one's like it's turning out new. something cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, not- here's you with big hair. I yeah. saw this other person with big hair. Here's you as a jock. You can't catch a ball. You're like, you know. <laughs> you have no skills. No. <laughs> none. Here's me as a band geek. I'm like, you have awful taste in music. Like, none of these things, none of these things are you. That Look at me. This isn't yeah, you. This isn't you. <laughs> look at me in the eyes. This isn't you. It's really. Because you know what? If it was, you know what I'm going to start saying to people when they post this? Pick one. Pick one and start fucking dressing like that. Because if you're looking for ways to be, pick one. Pick one. And, and start, you know what the worst part is? Start tomorrow. Get a perm. It costs money. Oh, God, it does. See, that's why I did the freebie. T- I'm, I'm, I'm cheap. The real reason I don't do this, let's be honest, is not because I'm an attention whore. Yeah. It's because I'm cheap. So, like, if it was free, would I have put my photo into this generator? Absolutely, I would have done it. If it was free, I still don't know if I would have done it. But in I, the dark in your own room, that's yeah. I'm saying maybe if yeah. I did do it, it yeah. would be it would be uh, very private, and it would yeah. be a full of shame. Yeah. I would be back yeah. in the closet. <laughs> it's like when you watch porn, and then afterwards you feel kind of angry. You're like, oh, what did I just watch? Jesus, throw your phone out. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a go-to app that after you watch porn, you open to try and like cleanse your phone? No. Okay, this is like a sorry, phenomenon. What? Maybe I'm some sorry, people are what? listening to this. What porn are you watching that's so <laughs> any raunchy? Porn. Any porn. Honestly, afterwards, I feel like hor- I feel like horrendous after any porn. Any I porn feel I've horrendous always, though. That's why I've it's stopped. Not like, it's not like there's something that makes me feel <laughs> grosser. <laughs> You're just in a forever state. Yeah, I know I'm disgusting. <laughs> I'm not like, well, that was unseasonably disgusting of me. <laughs> you didn't peek in disgust no. that one day. If anything, that's not even the worst part of my day. <laughs> wow. Love that for you. Yeah. You know what? Consistency is good. Exactly. In a lot of different areas. Yeah. Maybe not that one, but let's go with it. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, um, when I was in Europe, Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard that. I, I didn't know in, that, yeah. actually. I was in Europe for three and a half weeks. So I picked up a lot of the You just didn't talk to me for like and... four weeks and it was the best thing ever. So I actually <laughs> didn't know what you were doing in that time. <laughs> we need to actually mention that somehow myself and one of Sean's other best friends left on the like within the same 24 hours. Yeah, that and was... And was gone for like the same amount of time. Like over basically like a month five days more than me yeah so like sean lost like two of his best friends no that was a targeted attack it was we planned yeah. it yeah in like yeah what do you do literally i painted mm-hmm. i um that's about it worked one oh. one weekend i worked the entire weekend which was a lot so that's awful crazy, one yeah. of the worst experiences ever a lot less sad though when you have no friends to hang out with that's true I'm like, I might, as well, missing out on might as well secure the bag. Yeah, that's true. Clock those hours. Exactly. Well, good for you. Yeah. Um, I was in Europe learning mm-hmm. about like, okay. culture and languages and mm-hmm. art. I can and... tell. It really changed your wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> How do you go to Europe and then still dress like you're on Duck Dynasty? <laughs> oh. Oh my god i actually checked checked in with one of the duck dynasty gals today are they ducking still <laughs> how's the dynasty <laughs> the dynasty has grown in coin really so she when i watched i used to have a crush on her yeah her name's sadie and um that's my old dog's name <laughs> rest in peace yeah i bet your dog like chasing ducks too um, probably. Anyways, she loves Jesus. Like, loves Jesus. Okay. Like, loves Jesus. Yeah. Like... We didn't even say that we're celebrating Hot Week this week. <laughs> oh, we are celebrating Hot Week. Oh, yeah. my God. Patrons, you're so lucky. <laughs> Another exclusive. Another, ex- <laughs> Another exclusive. Just 
<laughs> we're back to giving. Oh it's my giving God. season. We just give and give yeah. and give. Wow, amazing. Um, so it's Jesus lover. Yeah. It's actually kind of amazing how much she loves Jesus. Okay. Like I went to her Instagram and there isn't a post that isn't about Jesus. And in a weird way, I was like, is this how she feels when she looks at my Instagram and in every post I'm talking about being a lesbian? For sure. That's like, your Jesus. She, that's my Jesus. Yeah. My Jesus is being a lesbian and I won't shut the fuck up about it. I know. And so then when I You're saw church through every that lens, day. I was like, you know what? Like, this is her thing. Also, like, if you believe all the hubbub about Jesus, right? You gotta go fall S- in. Fucking sick, dude. You gotta go <laughs> all in. You Such gotta. a rad dude. That's the thing. Like, honestly, she is out there loving Jesus so damn hard. And I'm like, you know what? If you believe it, then you almost have to be like this. Because if you aren't like this, then you're not loving Jesus hard enough. No, because like, like I said, like if you believe all of it, so cool. <laughs> How could it's you the not want to? Like, yeah, you get to just like ask for things from God, and then He just like gives them to you. Like every success in her life, she's not like, oh, it's because my family was on a TV show that I had like a best-selling book, and yeah. then now I'm like a multi-millionaire, and like she runs all these conventions for like other Jesus-loving people. And she's like, you know, she hates the gays. She like hates abortion. She hates all that. Like I disagree with her on every single platform. Yeah, but um, the, except for the ducks. Except for the ducks. Yeah, I, and the wardrobe. I ducks are really <laughs> delicious to eat. Oh, so I agree with her on that. Okay, like duck is quite delicious. Um, but I just think like she's doing it. She's doing it kind of right. Right. But she thinks. She thinks. This is what I was saying. She thinks. That all those things is just because she prayed harder than everyone else. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, oh, because I'm so, like, Jesus has done all these things the for me. The duck call got, it was like a it straight right beacon, up. right? To, you know? Yeah. So, like, what a wild way to think. And then I think about it, and I'm like, are the pores, like, thinking Jesus just doesn't love them as much? Like, or they're not loud enough with their prayers. I don't know. They need a new duck call. Apparently. It's wild. I I have a conspiracy about, about the Bible. <laughs> that was like the most loaded statement ever okay please i can't wait to hear this one okay well mary was obviously a slut yeah yeah she was Good but was the bible just like really the first the first documented like slut shaming because she obviously got rod in like a pasture somewhere <laughs> and she was too ashamed to say it so yeah. she said like immaculate conception yes but also my my conspiracy is what happened to the dude the dude that raw dogs yeah. are in the field yeah um because I don't think it was Jesus. That's my conspiracy. Well, Jesus is her son, so he wouldn't have been <laughs> the one raw dogging. <laughs> just, just Jesus is her son, but who <laughs> is the say. daddy? <laughs> is that a Nicki Minaj there? <laughs> No, I just, I need to, I need to, sorry, I need to understand what you're saying for a second. Like, where's daddy Jesus is what you're yeah, wondering. Yeah, Because she, like, she was this... in a relationship. She had, like, a partner. But I don't think that's, I think she got, like, the milkman. I agree, because otherwise she would have just said, I'm pregnant. But then, like so this whole person. story comes out about her, right? Like, it's kind <laughs> of like, it's kind of like news. the tabloids. Yes, yeah. And he didn't say anything the whole time. You know what? That's a real one. I know. Like, wow. Because, like, if you're a picture back then times, right? You fucked Mary in a yeah. pasture or okay. so whatever. I wish. She honestly. has a baby. Okay. Then all this shit is coming out that she's, like, a virgin and has never had sex and all this stuff. You think you'd just put you your You think up. you would be like, hey, no, no, no. She's up to her old trickery. Yeah. It's actually me. It was me. In the field. And did they just write him out of the story? Maybe he did do that. She might have killed him. <laughs> he might true. still be in that field. That's true. Just, you know, like she she took care of business. She sounds like a woman who knows how to stick to her story. That, oh, absolutely. So, like, I feel like she would have cleaned up any That's like the ultimate version again. of To the Grave. <laughs> to the Grave and then back again and then back to the Grave. Also, how wild is it that back then mm. there was so little going on <laughs> that this was like enough of a story to get a whole religion around it. 
<laughs> they're all so fucking bored. One woman's like, guys, this just happened. And they're like, hold up. Like, everyone stop what you're doing. There was a show I didn't know I was pregnant, mm, yes. which if shit like that happened back then, <laughs> they they're all the mother And now Marys. it's like, we just have a show about it. <laughs> Marys are a dime a dozen these days. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's, so that's fucking a conspiracy true. okay that's a good conspiracy theory i think so too i get that everyone dropped everything they were doing people were bringing here like like myrrh. Myrrh. <laughs> the fuck is myrrh? she was getting gold no truly what is myrrh i don't know <laughs> frankincense. frankincense i know that one and myrrh what is frankincense <laughs> <laughs> syllables what is frankincense who's frank and, and why sense? is he giving incense sense does he possess oh my god speaking of i got on my elevator <laughs> today it smells so bad oh i'm crying the scent this was is trapped just... in the that's frank's scent <laughs> it's like fucking Frank, the fuck's wrong with you? Ugh. Oh my god! <laughs> what is myrrh, though? <laughs> like, truly, <laughs> I actually have no idea. Imagine if we, like you just had this whole thing where you had to lie about how you got pregnant, and people are bringing you myrrh. Frank showing up in <laughs> your backyard. Here he goes again. That's one of those situations, like. I think we can all relate to. We can all relate to Mary when you lie. The little, and a little white just, lie. It gets snowballing, and then you're like, "Well, I'm committed now." And now you're in Bethlehem. Frank's <laughs> in your backyard. You can't find a motel. You give yeah. birth in a fucking barn. Oh my god! All because so your little like, white honestly. lie. <laughs> your lover's dead in a field somewhere. <laughs> it's just crazy. It is it's crazy. Wild. Wow. You know what? What a girl boss. The like original. She, she, the original New yeah. York Times bestseller. <laughs> yeah. She had everybody talking about her. <laughs> she did. <laughs> oh my God. The socialite scene could never. No. They don't even understand the things we're not that doing Mary it like they were back then. They're not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I literally cannot. Can, can, I need to look up what Mar is. Yeah, no, we need to, And what is frankincense while we're at I it? I think frankincense is like. You don't fucking know. What is myrrh? Isn't it like an essential oil? Not the MLM. Okay. <laughs> myrrh is apparently management expense ratio. So oh, imagine you're giving birth in a fucking manger <laughs> and somebody. <laughs> they hit them with the, the business intelligence. Yeah. No. Why does myrrh not come up? Like literally what is myrrh? Say what is myrrh Bible? Okay. Yeah. That's a good thing to say. What is Myrrh Bible? Excuse me. <laughs> oh, guess how it's spelled. Guess how Myrrh is spelled. Guess. <laughs> fucking guess. <laughs> I will give you, I don't know, I'll give you some fucking Myrrh if you get this right. M U R. You'd think. <laughs> I guess M E R. M Y R R H. Oh, fuck off. Literally, fuck off. <laughs> what is that? An ingredient of Keteret. So Ketamine? <laughs> what is that? Um, the consecrated incense Bible? used in the first and second temples at Jerusalem, as described in the Hebrew Bible, an offering was made of the Keteret on a special incense altar. So it's incense. But I thought Frank brought that. <laughs> well, we're going to find out what Frank brought next. Perfume and spiritual incense. Oh, okay. That's... So there was just all sorts of fucking smells. Does a pregnant lady want that? I thought you had really like sensitive smells back. They do. They don't. I guarantee they don't want that. No. Mary did not want that. That would be like a barrage to the senses. It would. It's a little too much. Yeah. Wow. Wild. Oh okay. So tell me about Europe. <sighs> oh, first I got to tell you something else. Okay. This is crazy. Okay. This oh. is lesbian drama. Is it about the, uh, the roast beef? No, but that's another wild, wild child. That is wild. I also don't understand on? how anybody thinks that that's okay. We need to explain. So there's this lesbian TikToker, Avery Cyrus. This is a bi this is a bigger controversy than the first. We'll I'll just sum up what this is, and then I need to tell you the real controversy. Okay. Okay. 
This Avery Cyrus, okay. Is there any Miley relation? Get jo, hold the phone. Okay, hold the phone. Avery Cyrus dated JoJo Siwa. Avery Cyrus recently posted a video that people think is about JoJo Siwa of her cutting up a roast beef sandwich, which, as we know, roast beef has been like used as a derogatory way to describe someone's vagina yeah. for a long time. So it was like implying that this... Anyways, I heard other sides to this, that this video had been done a year ago or years before she dated JoJo and she was redoing it. I don't know. There's all this shit. No matter what, it doesn't really matter because like you shouldn't do that shit. It's, it's not funny. But what really fucking threw me for a loop is one of these videos came up on my feed when people were talking about all this drama surrounding the roast beef sandwich and then Jojo responding and all this stuff. All this time, her name is Avery Cyrus, right? Yeah. Her last name is not even Cyrus. She's just a Miley Cyrus fan. Oh. So she just made her name Avery Cyrus. And I felt like I saw behind the Emerald Curtain. I saw behind the embarrassing curtain. (laughs) (laughs) So, and apparently right when she joined TikTok, I think Miley Cyrus like followed her because her last name was Cyrus or something like that. And then not Miley spam following all the Cyruses. (laughs) She's like, it must be related. She's like, and then she unfollowed her. Not, I don't think any, for any reason. I think she just unfollowed like most people, but because celebrities at first were like wilding out on TikTok, right? They're just following everyone. Anyways, I don't know what the fuck's going on with that, but in other TikTok lesbian drama news, right when I was about to get on the plane, this this drama hit. Okay. And I was like, oh shit. I gotta buy the Wi-Fi. Okay. <laughs> Better buy the Wi-Fi because ten hour flight from Frankfurt. I didn't. I didn't. I'm mm. again I'm too cheap. I would have bought That's the true. AI too, but I just couldn't do it. They got free movies on there. What do I need Wi-Fi for? Um so anyways. There's these two girls, lesbians, they got married, women. And it was funny because I noticed them probably, I think I was late to the party, but I noticed them a few weeks ago, not from seeing other lesbians or them being on lesbian TikTok, but from like straight girls that I went to high school with posting their content or like posting being like, who else is obsessed with this couple? And I thought this is the weirdest phenomenon because of all the years I've been on the internet, of all the... People that have blown up that are like lesbians. Why them? What, I was, I was What's like, their this crossover? is so interesting, right? So the crossover is, is that people are going to get mad at me for phrasing it this way. So take it with a grain of salt because I know there's not one way to be gay, but I think most people would agree that they are the most straight girl adjacent lesbians that anyone has ever okay. witnessed. So like, they're like, very like femme presenting or first of all not just femme presenting but like hyper femme southern like southern bells like even more so than like the girls on the bachelorette like i think that they're even too elite to be like like the reality tv bachelorette would be like kind of below them like they're like very rich very southern very like in the like they go to like charity luncheon vibes they're like a gala kind of kind of southern bell and all their content besides like them which i you know what i respect a lot i'm not hating on that is just them being like showing off their outfits and like showing off their lifestyle but it's not like we're gay they just happen to be gay and then they're like doing this lifestyle content that's like very hyper feminine and at this point when i saw this there's two sides to this coin right and I i saw a lot of people also talking about this on the internet the one side is that is it annoying as a lesbian that doesn't fall in line with every female societal expectation to see them like put on this pedestal? Throwback. Throwback. Wow. Um, and not see anyone else really like get their flowers from the straight girl community yeah. in the way they have. Because clearly they are like palatable. Right. Totally. Lesbians. Yeah. To them. Like, it's an easy, like, dip your toe in, like, look, I'm an ally. They're very easy to support. Yeah. Because they're not posting anything, like, political. They're not posting anything about, like, gay rights or trans rights or, like, anything. Their their style is very, like, 
again, I hate to say this because I'm not saying that femme dressing people are like look straight, but like everyone listening knows what I'm saying. Right. Every straight girl that straight white girl that you went to high school with dresses like them. Yeah. So it's, it's easy. And so while it can be frustrating to see that and be like, okay, like why is this energy not there to like share the content of or support lesbian women who maybe don't fall in all the like expectations of society. Yeah. Like why have you never reposted someone talking about like trans rights or lesbian erasure or like anything else, but then like you repost these girls. The other side to it is there's a lot of videos of people saying really good points about the fact that a lot of times in order for people to start accepting they need to see themselves in the people that they are accepting. For sure, yeah. So whether that be like all of a sudden having a family member or friend come out to you, all of a sudden it's real to you in your world, or maybe it's seeing someone on the internet that has a similar style to you yeah, or whatever it might be. So, you know, you could argue that these girls were doing great things for the queer community in the sense that all these people, especially Southern white women that maybe had never thought that they could relate to gay people. We're seeing this, these girls that felt just like them, but they happen to be gay. So then it's less scary for them to accept. And right. like, that creates change, even if it's in a slow way. So I'm all for them. And I was like, okay, that's great. Like, you know, I, I see that side and I, mostly I was on that side, to be honest, with the like slight exception of seeing girls I went to high school with posting about them and being like, Oh, that's the first I've ever seen you post about a gay person ever. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so this was like a month maybe before I'm about and and now I'm about to head back from Europe and of course (laughs) I see this drop that they have been exposed for having hundreds hundreds of racist tweets hundreds hundreds I think How one do of them, even have that many tweets in general, let alone racist ones? One of them, I don't know which is which. Because, I again, like, I literally had seen their content, like, a couple videos pop, pop up or a couple reposts pop up, but I don't know anything about them, like, personally or which one's which. Their names are London and Olivia, if anyone wants to go look it up. Oh, I'll care. be looking it up. Um, one, whichever one was exposed. <clears throat> um... Wait, it was one of them? Well, get get this. So the one was, and it was like 250 tweets. It was in the 200s. All racist. All racist. Well, you're going to hear a lot of people argue the like argument of like, oh, people that aren't black didn't know that you can't use the N-word when it's like song lyrics or like things like that. Back. I would say if you were to categorize it, like maybe like, 80% of the tweets were those types of things okay. where she was using the N word for lack of a better way to explain it as a black person might use the N word in a reclaimed way amongst friends. Right. Right. So she was using it in a very casual like way. And then, so you can argue all that to your blue in the face, whatever. I don't care. I'm not here to do that. I think it's wrong either regardless, but, um, Then there was tweets that were like, and you can find these online. I'm not going to say anything, but obviously that were like very like loaded with race, like racism, like both against black people, but also against Asian people. And it was like in a pointed, like stereo talking about stereotypes, racist way. So like those, it's like, no, you're just like fully racist. Yeah. Okay, and then, of course, the comments come in about, oh, well, that was however many years ago, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, it's not for me or you or anyone else who's who's white to decide no. what's okay and what's not. That That's besides the point. So they make this video. I'm more talking about their response to it and everything. I just find it fascinating. They make this video to do the apology. Okay. But they post it as a story on their TikTok, first of all. So they don't even post it as like a main feed post. So it's like a story. So it like disappears in 24 hours. Like a story like with a link or like it no, was like, can, like 15 seconds. Story. No, it can be long on TikTok, oh, but it just okay. like hangs around for like 24 hours. Oh, okay. So anyways, I was in like, wow, this they video, really racked their brains for that apology. eh? In this video, the two of them are sitting there and like the, the one wife that is like talking about this that happened is like giving this apology 
And then the other wife is like sitting behind her and is like kind of like nodding along, doesn't say anything, is just kind of like agreeing, not agreeing with what she's saying, but like has a very disappointed look on her face. She's like kind of like, yes, I'm here to hold my wife accountable vibe. Ashton and Mila getting. vibes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Also, can we t- side note yeah. about them? Yeah. I love just because there's so much like visibility yeah. with fucking celebrities yeah. that they posted that video, yeah. that apology video slimy people they've always been slimy well especially fucking ashton kutcher has always been a slimy man um they post that video and then somebody found it was like a wood backdrop did you see that no there was like a gray wood backdrop and somebody commented they were like i love that their pr or whoever told them to clearly take a video in front of like something that was like earthy and like palatable but since everything is documented somebody was like we have their architectural digest thing and it's literally like the side of their mansion beside their like massive pool and i'm like i just love that we know so much that we can figure out exactly because you know like they were their pr team was like don't shoot it in front of your pool grand fireplace like yeah yeah Yeah. find like something that looks so subdued yeah anyways ridiculous hilarious so yeah so London and Olivia are sitting there. Either London or Olivia is apologizing, and the other one is. And the one that's left is, is in is, the back. Is looking disappointed yes. and nodding along with what they're saying. So, wait, can the tweets only came from one? Okay, so yes. So, the tweets that were exposed only came from one. So, this video gets posted, right? And they're like, okay, you know, there's all sorts of white women in the comments, like, yeah, we accept your apology. Just the usual ridiculousness. You do? Yeah, (laughs) fucking psycho. Anyway, everybody that you went to high school with is commenting. (laughs) I can imagine. And so, the days go on, right? And, you know, you see all the conversations surrounding, like, oh, the only reason you're apologizing is that because you got caught and then some people are arguing like, well, are you just supposed to bring up everything bad you've said? Anyways, this is the whole conversation that's happening around it. And then like a few days later, whoever leaked these obviously did this strategically to see if they would both own up to it in the same moment. Did the next batch. The next batch of the other girl gets leaked. Yeah. So they obviously, first of all, they did this right after they got married. So they got married. They went to their honeymoon like the next day. They dropped the first batch. They dropped the story. This is like. They um, wait a few days to see if there's time for this other person to say, I would also like while we're here to say, which would have been the smart thing to do. Because at this point, you know, even if you go back and delete shit. It's out there. They've got it all. Right. Because, you know, if they looked it up on one person, they're looking it up on the other. So that would have been the time you think she would have been like. Also, I did this and, you know, we both were like this when we were younger or like whatever. Like get ahead of it. You can't be a piece of shit and so stupid. Well, I think they go hand in hand, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, So then anyways, it got the second batch reveals itself. This is like anonymous. Literally. Okay, and then it comes out that they literally had their wedding on like a plantation. I was like, it was written in the stars, people. Like, it, 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 they've been showing themselves this whole yeah. fucking time. If and people just, show you who they are, believe them. It reminded me of the Sadie Robinson thing, Robinson Robertson, the Duck Dynasty people, and how we've talked on this podcast before about how like we'll like all of a sudden discover the circle back moment for you. New, <laughs> amazing, tying it a together. New, um, like favorite TikToker, and then you dive a little too deep, and you realize that they're like transphobic. And you're yeah, like, oh, another one bites the dust. Yep, it's kind of scary. Actually, I just saw I was watching H three podcast, and they these like right wing conservatives um, made like a We Are the World version of, but it's like about like freedom and like being conservative in America. Okay, and it's so it's like all of the most like racist and horrific people in America. It's like, a pretty singing, good way like, to just like song. cross the list. Yeah, there. guess who was fucking in it. Do you remember Siggy from The Real Housewives? No. Oh, someone out there who knows the lore will remember it. From I think what? she was on New Jersey. I barely watched Jersey. Yeah, she was. She was. She's all of a sudden in there. She was. I, I said, I fucking know that bitch. You know what's a weird phenomenon what? that happens, which I think is like very well encompassed mm-hmm. in this, that people get attached to people that make content yeah and assume just because that they like their content that they're like a good person yeah and that when they show you 
who they are. Yeah. They feel so passionately about this person that mm. they've never met and the content that they make that they'll be in the comments like defending, like defending them. It's and it's like, why can't you just admit that somebody that you watched was a piece of shit and then move on? Yeah. Like, or did just something say, wrong or whatever. Say, hey, I'm not going to engage in that. Con-. Well, the whole thing is that it's like tapping into something that that person thinks mm. and that they probably are defending this person, but they're defending themselves mm. in the whole way. You know what? I also think that this is like kind of um, becoming more prevalent with TikTok because at least with like, creators influencers whatever you want to call them like kind of the og platforms of youtube and uh podcasting and stuff like that it wasn't like super niched content yeah so like you would see all these things happening in their life like especially with people like us with podcasts like we're talking about random shit for an hour a week for fucking a bazillion years. Like you're going to kind of catch up on the types of people people are or like what beliefs they hold and stuff like that. But with TikToks, there's people who have like 20 million followers and they just like bake. Yeah. And I'm not saying just like bake in a rude way. Cause like I love some of those accounts that are super niche, but like the assumption that you know that this person's a good person because you like the way they make cupcakes when you've seen nothing else about their lives or their opinions or anything yep. is like a very like TikTok specific thing it is true yeah like even with these girls who recently got married like literally all their posts are about like outfit of the day and you know it's it's lifestyle but in the more most washed out way like they're not opinionated they're like talking about what makeup they use and what fashion they use so you don't know actually anything about the way that they work or what they believe or who they surround themselves with well i think that's like one of the dangers with content getting like from long form content to short form content to like super short form content is like we in the youtube days Mm -hmm. people would upload like three hour videos yeah so you're seeing a lot it's kind of hard to cover who you are when you're it's eventually gonna exactly yeah Yeah. and usually it was them slipping it themselves totally so yeah wild it is wild it's crazy. So I was in Europe. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Europe or can well, you give us like spark notes? Sure. So highs and lows, peaks and valleys, mm. rose and thorn. First, I will say that Greece was so, at least in the areas we're in, I, I can't speak to people that are local and live there in different areas and towns, but for the most part as a, as a tourist, it was so LGBTQ plus friendly, like saw so many other LGBTQ plus people was constantly doing the lesbian nod to other couples right. down the street. Um, never felt like it was even a conversation or a thought like everyone assumed we were dating and we were just totally chill about it well um, angie k from salt lake city is greek so that makes sense that makes a lot of that does sense. make sense wow. yeah it's all coming together it all me. you know well, <laughs> <laughs> i can't with that example um yeah, so that was, like, pretty phenomenal. Italy was hit or miss. Like, there was definitely times where, like, I didn't feel like I was, like, hate-crimed. Yeah. But there was times where I was, like, aware that I probably just won't say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, from an LGBTQ plus travel perspective. Yeah, I I really vibed with Greece. It was really awesome. Um, it was also just really nice to, like, I just felt super lucky to just have all that time with my partner and it like goes so well like you know everyone's busy in your lives and especially like whether you've been dating a year or eight years together like when you have careers and you've got your own friends and you got your own shit going on like it would be easy especially when you've been together for years and years to just kind of like get in the schedule of things and then if you all of a sudden removed that schedule you're like do we still even like each other you know what I mean? It's funny you say that because I was just talking about this yeah. with my coworker. Okay. Because we were talking about how your relationship with a coworker, you spend more almost more yes. time with your coworker than you do your partner. So true. So it's like things like if I was to go traveling with mm-hmm. people that I work with that I know I like, I think I would know how they travel right. because we see each other so often. And under high pressure and situations. In stressful yeah. situations. Mm-hmm. Whereas 
I was talking about this with the flip side with my parents yeah. because they're both retired now yeah. and it's like they're spending more time together yeah. now than they ever, ever have. have. Yeah. It's wild. Which is wild. Well, and that's why a lot of people, you know, if they have kids and stuff like that, their lives are so fucking busy. And then all of a sudden what happens is if their kids grow up and they retire and all of a sudden it's just the two of them, it's all stripped back. They're like, wait, do I even like you anymore? No, Who the yeah. fuck are you? Like Did that I ever like you? All the time, or was right? it just convenient? Or was it just like we were working as a team and we figured life out and yeah. everything else? So I felt very lucky. Like it's not, it's not to say that I didn't think it would go this way, but you just really never know. Yeah. Like literally 24 seven for three and a half weeks with someone. And the first time since we started dating that I wasn't working it was the first time I've ever done like an out of office email, even to like my social media agent. Like I'm not responding to emails. I'm not doing any brand shit. Like I'm doing nothing. Like I didn't open my emails yeah. for three and a half weeks. I've not done that even for one day. Cause I don't take days off, like even weekends and stuff. I don't work that kind of structure. So there has not been a day in our eight year relationship where I am just completely off of the clock. Yeah. So, you know, it was really nice to have that time, but also like, thank fuck. Cause it could have gone the other way. It could have been like, holy shit. I could have been two weeks in. Like I want to kill you or you want to kill me. Yeah. So that was really nice. Um, and a good reminder to make carve out time for your partner. Yes. Because, um, I mean, it's a hard thing to do. We're all out here trying to fucking do life. But I think sometimes you get kind of complacent if you've got a person, speaking of someone who's in a long-term relationship, that feels very steady and very safe, that it's easy to like be like, well, I know that they're not going anywhere. Yeah. But then that can turn into like, well, you're not making any time for them and you're just taking them for granted. So that was really, really nice. And um, it was nice to see photos and videos of you guys together because I was like, I can tell Brie is being so authentically herself with how much seafood she's eating. I was waiting for the the fucking little thing at the end that you're going to throw. I ate seafood almost every day. No, I know. Especially in Greece. No, I know. It's like all seafood. No, I was I clearing know. those seas. No, I know. All the types. There was an international call put out about you. <laughs> Seafood shortage. Shortage in Greece. Following so Canadian good. woman. <laughs> oh my God, it was so fucking good. Like the food there. Yeah. Oh my fucking God, it was good. It actually made me sad for like you and like vegans. Like I literally had this thought while I was traveling. Oh, okay. I was like I'm thinking about at me. home, like whatever, <laughs> right? Foods here food is food. But like such That's a big really part of my tra- <laughs> such a big part of my traveling experience is food. Yeah, is cuisine. Well, I still eat when I travel. No, but you're not eating the local cuisine. You're like finding the w- like a lot of these Greek islands I was going to. Quite literally, if you wanted like the vegan option, it was just like okay, we'll give you a Greek salad without any any feta. Yeah. So you're just eating like tomatoes and cucumbers. It's not like delicious. It's not like there's options. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying that's so sad to me because I, I, this is me being honest. I I love that you love animals, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. You don't want to eat them. That's cute. That's nice. But like genuinely a huge part of my travel experience is trying that local food. Brie, if I ate a Spanakopita, yeah. I would be shitting so aggressively yeah. that I wouldn't even think about being in Greece. <laughs> because my butthole would be so inflamed yeah. that I would be... Well, that's just any given Tuesday for you. <laughs> ...nearly unconscious, yeah. curled up in a fetal that's position in my hotel That's because of what you've done. <laughs> you've created this for yourself. What do you mean? Like, you've created that result of eating cheese to your own body. No, I already couldn't eat cheese. Okay, let's pretend, though, that you are someone who could. Okay, let's talk about meat, then. Okay. I, one of the days in Greece... I, we went to this family owned restaurant. We said, just what's the, what's the most traditional item? Like, that's what we want to try. Yeah. And they gave us this like slow cooked goat and (laughs) it was so fucking delicious. And like, you couldn't eat that. No, I wouldn't want to either. I know that's not the point. (laughs) Right. The point is that it's strange to me that like, a large component of my days there was trying like local food. Yeah. And you would, that that's not part of your trip at all. That's true. That's so wild to me. I'm sad for you. You shouldn't be. You're I'm sad sa- for the animals and I'm sad for you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I'm sad for the devastating loss of sea life. 
<laughs> at one of the seafood restaurants, we looked over and there was an octopus swimming. And I literally joked to the waiter. I was like, anyone got a spear? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, they're bringing one over. No, they were looking at it like they were considering it. Absolutely. But I was a little too close for home. Calamari. I don't understand calamari. Oh, so I'm going to be. Delicious. I have a question. Be bold and brave. Go ahead. How? Okay. So the <laughs> this is a genuine question okay. of mine. The calamaris. Yeah. The the circles yeah. are its little tendrils, like sliced, I assume. Right? No. What are the circles? So there's the body, which looks like a condom, basically. And then at the bottom of the condom, like the open and ring, if you will, is where the tentacles come off. So the tentacle bit is oh, the so bottom. The, the and then the circles the is like part. if you cut the, yeah, if you cut the condom. So, okay. So my follow-up question that, that works for me. Okay. Is if the condom is like... So I guess it's not that big. They well, it depends must be on the small. squid. Some squids are huge and some are small. Because the little, the part that has all the tentacles is always so small. But that makes sense if the circles are like a cross section. Yeah. Okay, but I also it. sometimes squids are really big. I thought the really squids big. were bigger. Well, some are. Hmm. Just depends when you're catching the squid and it's life. You'll catch it anytime. Anytime. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, same with octopus. Some octopuses little things are smaller and then sometimes you get like you literally order octopus and it's just one of its tentacles on your plate. Wild. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, that was great. The food was phenomenal everywhere we went. Um, we literally walked like 30,000 steps a day. Like literally 30,000 yeah. steps a day. It was fucking wild. Um, what else? I don't know. It was great. It was really fun. Um, I did crave in a way that I sort of expected, but I didn't, I didn't anticipate the longing of queer space. Oh, I thought you were going to say like a filet of fish <laughs> No. Um, in fact, I've never felt better. Like I ate more than I do at home, but I've never felt better yeah. than eating the food over there. It's so much like cleaner. It's like, you feel good. I mean, also we're walking so much every day. You feel energized. Like here I eat a meal, I'm like bloated, I feel like shit, like yeah. the whole thing. So that was nice. But no, the it the longing for just like queer spaces. Because like even in the places that were really friendly, it's not like they have a gay bar. No. And also I think I've you know, on this podcast we talk a lot about like finding your people, finding your chosen family or your local queer spaces or whatever it is. And I think it was a good reminder for me as someone who talks a lot on my platforms about that, of how difficult that actually is for people that don't live in areas where those are readily available. Because I think there's a difference between knowing that to be true, which was, you know, me pre-Europe. Like every time I said it, I know it's harder in small towns and I know there's certain countries where it's more difficult and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know that to be true. But then when you're actually there, you're like, oh yeah, fuck. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's like, I would literally, I, I do this everywhere I travel, you know this. I would type in like lesbian space, this city, lesbian party, this city. Okay. Let's try LGBTQ plus. Let's open it up. Yeah. Queer, gay, anything. 99 times over hundred zero is coming up. Zero. So that awareness of like, okay, well, I'm only here in this particular city for four days and they go to another one that also doesn't have a queer space. But that awareness of like living life there and that added understanding of like how important like online spaces yeah. are and why when we get messages from people that don't have queer spaces and they're like, you know, it's, it, it's nice because it feels like I'm talking to friends in a very tiny, teeny, tiny way, it gave me that experience of like, you know, me and Julia are two lesbians there and we're like, it'd be really nice to have another lesbian to hang out with. Like that kind of gets us that we don't have to worry. You can gossip we... about London and Olivia with. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But there isn't that. So then you just kind of feel like. Isolated. Isolated. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it, it's a, it was a good like reality check for me. Yeah. And that is coming from someone who went to very, in comparison to a lot of places in the world, safe spaces for queer for people. Sure. Like yeah. I went to Europe for God's sake. Yeah. Like I was, you know, so even there in a lot of times major cities feeling like there weren't spaces like that was very eye opening. Yeah. 
So yeah, that was like, that was a big takeaway. I would say, um, the downside, like a, uh, one thing I, I hate Venice. Yeah. I'm going to go on record and say it. I hate it. It stinks. Stinky. <laughs> so fucking stinky. I've never, we got it. Like this is, this is one of those like influencer versus reality moments. Right. We posted a picture of us at this beautiful table beside the, one of the canals. Yeah. Posted on Instagram, the amount of people that responded, oh my God, this looks so beautiful. It looks like it's out of a postcard. It looks like a dream. I was gagging at that table. You're like, I, I wanted to fucking, respond. You should smell it. it. I wish you could. It was like a scratch and sniff Instagram story <laughs> because it smelled like we were sitting on a canal of shit. Right. You kind of are technically. Like I was mind boggled. Yeah. Also, it's like the gondolas. It's just Disneyland. Like there's it's just like a hundred right like glued to each other yeah going by but also like what do you expect it's like a floating city with like rapidly declining infrastructure yeah that is bamboozled by tourists and cruise ships yeah. that is actively sinking yeah what do you expect it's gonna stink <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for like how that made it smell, but like, I guess it must all be connected. I don't know. I, I just think, yeah. And it, it was just all tourists. It did feel like the Disneyland of Italy. Like right. it just was like, everyone's here for the same fucking photo. It, I could have done without it to be honest, but that's okay. Like, you know, not everywhere's got to be my favorite. And I'm sure it's lovely when all the tourists go home. Yeah. Like I'm sure like come end of October when all the tourists go home, Everyone sighs a big sigh of relief. And they're like, thank fuck all those bitches left. Also, the place that we were staying in in Venice, I think this was another thing that made me a grumpy grumper grump. Oh, also, we both got our period that day. So it was just a, a lot that was going on. Yeah. Um, was with the exception. No, it was even more expensive. I was going to say with the exception of Rome, but was the most expensive hotel we stayed in price wise and it was the worst Ah, that's just the worst. because it's so expensive to stay there. Cause there's only so many places to stay. It's so overrun with tourists. Yeah. So like mentally it's like a mind fuck when you're in like a shit hole mm -hmm. and you're like, this costs like twice as much as like some of the most beautiful, amazing places we've stayed. Otherwise See, you this feel like is, you're getting robbed. This is why I am slightly happy because I've never been to Venice. I've never been to Venice. Don't. Jesus. Don't go. I w still will go. I need to. No. But I promise it's not worth it. I'm happy that I. Bring a nose plug. I think I would go in like off season though. Like when? I don't like. Like December? Yeah. I guess. Like I'm okay with. I I don't want sun. Mm -hmm. I don't want. I don't want peak seafood season. I promise <laughs> you. You don't need to go. Like, I wish this is an intervention. Yeah. I, I, please don't go. But I need to go on a gondola. No, you don't. <laughs> I fucking promise you. I promise you. Yeah. Please. If there's one piece of advice you take from me, don't go to Venice. <laughs> it, you, will, you will step off that fucking train. You'll look around and you'll say, fuck, I should have listened to Brie. Fuck Interesting. this place. Okay. The only time Venice is good, I'm going to say this. Like I'm sure a lot of places in the world. If you are so fucking rich that right. like you're experiencing the world in a completely different way just because of the amount of wealth you have. Right. Because if you're staying at one of the hotels like right on like the prime location and stuff that with the big normal size room. It's not Julia and I stayed in a closet quite <laughs> literally. I felt like I was fucking Harry Potter <laughs> under the stairs. And we were, we paid like 500 euro. Oh my God. And it was God. literally like I was waiting for fucking Dudley to come up <laughs> and smash me in the face with like a cake or something. I literally was like, this is horrible. Okay. Horrible. If you are like someone who can afford like a 2000 euro a night room. Yes. And then to like eat at the like Michelin star, Michelin star place. And you go everywhere on like a wooden water taxi that no joke, even if you take it for like two minutes, it's just like a flat rate of 200 euro a ride. If you can do all that, I'm sure Venice would be nice for that you. That sounds great. Yeah. But anyone else, it's going to be horrendous. Okay. It's going to be a terrible time. 
So please, I'm tearing up just thinking about you going to Venice. Okay. Don't go. Interesting. There's so many better places to go. And I'm, so anyone who's from Venice, I'm sure it's, again, this is a tourist issue. I'm sure it's lovely when we're all not there. Um, what else can I say? I don't know. I. You're hungry. You're done. I'm tapped. We went pretty long. We gave the people some extra We pizzazz. made it pretty long without me having to listen to you talk about Europe again, too. So... <laughs> <laughs> um everyone out there please don't fuck. go to venice <laughs> don't go to venice Every fucking do cancel I, I feel bad actually if someone's got a trip booked to venice i'm sure you'll make it an all right time again i was just a miserable bitch that day if you too. can however if you can make 10 to fifteen thousand dollars, then then time between now and your trip to venice i would just, if you have one booked you could do that if you, you can invest 15,000 more dollars into yeah. your three days in Venice. Then it could be okay for you. Then you could. Yeah, yeah. you need about $5,000 If you have like a Honda Civic extra. or something, you should sell that before you go to... I would completely agree with yeah. that. Um, whatever you do, though, please... Fuck, fuck. Rate us five stars. Wherever yeah. you're listening, please. We actually really need you right now. In, the, in your darkest times, you need your strongest soldiers. And right now, we are in a rocky patch. We, we are. Need you. So please... Um, follow, subscribe, head over to our Instagram, follow over there at I can explain podcast. Also, if it's in your heart, if you want to find out about the screenings, follow at aging out the movie, those screenings are getting posted. LA, Seattle. I'm looking at you. Those are the next ones that are getting announced. Vancouver. I think at this time is tomorrow night. So if you're listening from Vancouver and you're looking for something to do, see if there's tickets left. It's good to be back, actually. It is good to be back. Um, and for patrons, those two bonus episodes are going to be up this week. So there you have it. Hot week. Hot week. Until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. Unless you're in Venice. Yeah. See ya. <laughs>